you can literally form an opinion about how something's going to go. And then you go into the actual conversation with the energy of how you, how you <laughs> determine it's going to go. So it goes that way. Right. Now you think you're right. <laughs> See? They're ready to defend See? it. I told me. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> it was going to be like that. Right. Marriage is like a future bet. It is. The wet, the wedding is probably the surest thing because it, it either happens or it doesn't happen. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> Everything right. after that is what matters. But it's like a, it's, it's a, um, it's a put, it's a call. It's whatever, whatever analogy you want to use <laughs> because you are in love with a person based on where you are today and where they are today. Yes. Two weeks after marriage, that's different. That's out the window. It is. Right. And, it, and it's not in my mind, let me just say for me, after I do something mentally change, no matter what you were doing before, like that, the, the, the gravity of that commitment doesn't set in until after the festivities stop or your justice of the peace, whatever your, <laughs> whatever your approach is to yeah. it, something hits you. When it's time to go sit in that decision. Yeah. The decision yeah. was made, yeah. but you just enacted it. Yeah. So now <laughs> you, you go home. It's, it's like, I'm going to get a tattoo on my chest until you sit in that chair and you really feel that needle. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting there contemplating. Mm-hmm. This is what we just signed up this for. This is what we just signed up Let's for. Let's go. No turning back. They tried to count me out. I'ma go count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, good money, good timing. Time has started right now, so we will be the most accurate. <laughs> the most accurate discussion we'll have. In terms of time, welcome to the Dear Show. We have meaningful conversations about life through the lens of fatherhood. It's for fathers, those with fathers, and the fatherless, so nobody's left out. If you're somebody's son, or you have a relationship with somebody's son of any kind, these conversations are for you. The perspectives will definitely help you. Your feedback will help us. So let's get this family, uh, get this family doing family things. Y'all talk back to us. Oh, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, D. Johns. I'm James Johnson. James Johnson. Johnson. Got as my you Johnson can see, on. As you can see, episode yeah. six, upper 60s. Upper 60s. <laughs> upper 60s. Mid to late 60s at that. <laughs> Mid to late. Definitely retired. Yeah. <laughs> AARP episodes A-A-R-P. from here on out, man. Yeah. How you feeling this week? Great. Everything is on track. On track. I... I Signed myself up for something that I didn't know I was ready for, but it's it's proven that I was more ready than I thought I was. There it is. <laughs> what about you? What you looking like, man? It's it's been a uh, it's been a good week. Coming off of a weekend event with with, uh, with my wife, she had a market. The market itself was kind of slow, but a lot came from it. Yes. So we had some some activities, some sales, which really boosted her confidence, which is important to me because when that's right, <laughs> it facilitates. Right around the house. Understand that. Yeah, not that not that I'm held hostage by any sense in terms of how she's feeling, but when your spouse is feeling confident, try it. <laughs> if you're not familiar with how that feels, man, try that out. Give try it a to, shot. Yeah, it's been it's been a good week, man. Um, good. A little hint at the at the timestamp: kids are one week out of school, one but, week ooh, until the end of school, rather. Listen, it's on the way. I mean, literally to the day. It's on the way, man. That's a slap in the face, really, because now grocery bill about to go up, electricity bill about to go up. Got to find some camps and activities, a little traveling. 
So get your mind right. Don't act like yeah. we just found out today that yeah. next week is it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting electricity to go too much because we're always home, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I do implement, what I have been implementing in my in my my 40s mm-hmm. is um, thermostat control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got two thermostats. Yeah. Neither shall drop below 76 <laughs> at Ooh. any point. Ooh. At any point. Upstairs on 78 right now. Right now. Right now. On today. Viking. In time. Yeah. <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> Who don't like it? 78 downstairs on 76, man. I, I can't. I don't want to see them $800 bills. Listen. It hit different this year. Listen. <laughs> don't get me started about that. But yeah, I, I, I might have to practice a little of that. I don't yeah. know if I'm going that high, though. That's 74. I said mine mind the condition right now. Yeah. Like you're actually experiencing it right now, whether you know it or not. <laughs> I'm, look, <laughs> I did not uh, say I'm shining. Man, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Maybe I, 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 I drop it down to 77 <laughs> for the uh, next episode. Um, speaking of which, man, let's let's uh, let's hop right into it. Let's Please. not keep the people waiting. Yeah. Um, oh, like, share, subscribe. We can do that. Like, share, subscribe. Yep. That's very important because. The feedback right now, I kid you not, I say this a lot, but each time I say it, I can say it on the next episode because it's actually building. It's getting better. It's getting deeper. I have people now that almost weekly I'm getting messages like, listen, I think y'all should talk about this. Mm. I experienced this. I can't come and be on the show because I'm in another city, another state, but I sure would love to hear you guys' perspective on this topic right here. That means a lot because that means they enjoy the way we kind of go into some of these topics yep. and they're like, give me your perspective. And that's what this is about. We're not the end all be all. We don't know everything. It's just another perspective. So it's, it's refreshing to hear people enjoy your perspective on something. Cause that's rare these days. Yep. Yep. That sparked another, uh, housekeeping item info at the dear son podcast.com info at the dear son podcast.com. If you have some topics of interest, yes. if you're not on social media or you're not as social media fluent, and you still work with the emails. <laughs> we, we take those too. Yeah. Uh, so if you have, again, if it's something that it, that you want us to go deeper in, something that you want to hear us talk about, uh, discuss, if you're interested in being on the show, there is an intake form on the dearsonpodcast.com at the very bottom. It says something to the effect of um, asking about interest in being a guest. Do you want to be a guest? Can't remember exactly how it's worded, but there's a short intake form. And for those that have filled them out, I am getting through them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting through them. I'm not suggesting that there are hundreds, but there are several. Yeah. And one thing, when you mention folks being in another city and can't be on the show, if you're willing to pull up, pull up. You know, we do travel as well, so we'll be making some announcements when we're moving around. Yeah. But I will consider remote guests if we can work out the technology. Right, right. I don't, I don't want to compromise what we work hard to achieve in terms of the quality, but I do believe other perspectives are important. And you'll start to see more guests on the show, panels. There's also a document. I'm just getting everything out. There's also a documentary working on. Um, yeah. Health Me Almost Died, Les Jackson. For I believe he's 42 today, 42 or 42. Just turned 42 this year. Within the last year, at least at the time of this record, he just hit his one year anniversary surviving the STEMI. Yes. And it is a very um, thought-provoking, emotional, and encouraging story. He is on the other side of it that many don't reach. Right. So right. 
that will be dropping this summer. I have a target date in mind, but I did not say. Nope. nope. <laughs> I did not Stay say. Stay tuned. What other housekeeper we got? Love Keisha J. Um, yes. Introduce some of her products, candles in the last episode. There may or may not be some, some uh, B-roll plan right now. Flexion, chiropractic. I want to make sure that we're consistent about business owners. Business Absolutely. ownership, because that is a thread to this podcast, these these, uh, these discussions as well. Don't leave our Johns and company. Oh, Johns, yeah. Johns and co-family of yeah. brands. Yeah. Um, apparel, uh, the media space. Uh, I do corporate videos. We do some documentaries for other people, as I mentioned. Um, open to projects that make sense, right? right? Projects that have a soul. Yes. Right? <laughs> if, if you're shooting a, if you're shooting a video with a bunch of guns and, <laughs> and selling crack and all that. Don't call them. Live your life. But yeah. uh, that's not the visual I'm going to put out. Right. I think that might be, let's shout out Reg. Reg, father, father figure apparel. Oh yeah. Reggie George, our guy, friend of the family. Yeah. Um, you've seen him on the network before. And, uh, Second Chance Fitness. Second Chance Fitness. Sean. Sean. Yep. Big Sean. All right, guys, if you're interested in having your product or service displayed, highlighted on the show, that is something we're going to be very intentional about doing. Not only black, uh, black-owned black businesses, but we want to make sure that we highlight black-owned businesses because it's important. Right. Info at thedearsonpodcast.com is your vehicle to communicate that interest as well. With that, I think we did a good time. We're getting into the show early. I'm early, <laughs> right 10. on it. <laughs> Under 10. Um, talking about picking, 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 uh, from our perspective, picking your wife, right? So dear son, it's going to be kind of a two-part conversation, but the first part of it that will certainly bleed into the second part is yeah. um, dear son, she can't be what she's never seen. She cannot. She can't be what she's never seen. Just to 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 kind of get us to orient the conversation, you've mentioned before you've had two phases of marriage, pursuit of marriage. One ended, you're in another one. Um, one more successful than the other. Yes. Right out of the gate, man. Did you know what you were looking for? No, no, I didn't even know I was open to marriage, to be honest. I, I, I feel actually that's man that's interesting I even said that hmm. both times the wow. first time marriage I don't want to say it just happened but it 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 kind of happened you know I didn't I didn't go into dating with a purpose okay uh young and living in the moment and it evolved and and grew into something uh didn't work out moved on never doing this again I, I exited my first marriage with the mindset of I'm never doing this again. It's not for me. Mm. I don't like it. Just didn't line up with who I feel like I am. But so with that being said, my current wife run, run into her, if you will. And again, it kind of grows into, I guess it's because I wasn't expecting it. Mm. It got me, you know, uh, a lot of people, they're seeking marriage that I've spoken with. And it seems like it just can't happen or it's just not lining up, especially after they've been through a divorce. Mm. When you're sometimes when you're not looking for something or not expecting something. It'll you're more open and receptive to some of the subtle things about it because you're not looking at it through a judgmental lens. 
You're not looking at this person as, is this marriage material? Is right. she my wife? Can she be my wife? If you're not even focused on that and you're just enjoying being around this person and then you look up one day and you feel like you're really connected and bonding with this person, it was kind of an unbiased uh, buildup. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that makes a difference. See, on this side of it, been married one time mm-hmm. and I often think to myself, not that it's a possibility or anything's trending toward that possibility that I'd never do it again. Mm. I, I can't imagine putting that, that much energy into understanding somebody else after you thought you understood somebody and thought, thought that you were on to something the first time. I can't imagine it. What, what, what changed for you? I know you said you weren't looking for, but can you pinpoint like the aha moment of why now and why again? Absolutely. It was, it was, um, energy. It was, it was like you, to your point, the betrayal, the first time around, when you think a person is a certain way Mm. or you think you have a certain thing, the aha moment of finding out that that thing is not what you thought it was, wanted it to be, needed it to be, the betrayal, the internal feeling of being betrayed, misled, bamboozled. You got (laughs) me. Oh, you got me. That's what you'll find yourself saying, man or woman, you know, the women say the same, you know, oh my God, he got me. So from that into now, all of these, these notions you have that you've built in your mind of, oh, they just trying to get you. Be careful. Yeah. And then you see that this person is selfless. This person, whatever it is that speaks to you, because that may not be what some people are looking for in their spouse. But for me, trust is huge, you know? So now the trust, the selflessness, the nurturing, the natural flawless, effortless nurturing. Mm. That's what made a difference for me because it's different if if you're going through the motions because this is your job. You feel like this is what you're supposed to do. Oh, I better go and rub his back. I don't want you in the streets getting somebody else to rub your back. If that's your motivation, you can keep that. That's the resentment thing we're talking about. That's the resentment. (laughs) Any success or pseudo success that's tied to a negative, avoiding a negative thing I don't know. I don't know in what scenarios that last. You um. So now, now I'm I'm, I'm curious because and I'm gonna get to my notes. That's another thing that if you watched the last couple of episodes, we've had notes yeah. because we want to make sure that we keep the conversation succinct and we give you some takeaways. Uh, but in terms of just the the first half of this conversation and the subject, yes, she can't be what she's never seen, right? What were your references to what you believe she saw in the in either marriage? Well, I <laughs> in the first marriage, um, and not to be I'm not to, to be negative at all. No, no, just, no, 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 no. Just, just being just, aware, like the awareness of right. It, it, it's it's actually the funny thing about it is I was able to meet. Uh, both parents mm. in the first marriage, uh, the father and the mother. Great people. Uh, the, without going too far in detail, the father and I sat down and had a conversation at one point. And without me expressing some of the things that weren't going so well, it did something to me for him to say it to me. Like he said, hey, 
these issues here, this, this, and this, I created in my daughter. Wow. I was like, wow. And so he was, he was kind of having a conversation of being remorseful about it. Uh, he apologized even. And I was like, that was, that was deep. That was heavy. Yeah. Cause I have never spoken to anyone about these issues. Right. So that's, that's goes back to a father knowing their child. He knew, he knew his daughter. So he was like, Hey, some of these things I've embedded in my daughter, I didn't expect it to go this route. Well, the mother, her mother was a very nurturing, uh, from what I saw, Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't speak on their relationship, but from what I saw, she was very nurturing and, um, focused on her family and what that looks like. Yeah. They were, they were divorced though, the parents. Gotcha. So that, that was a, a dynamic. So moving forward, my current wife, again, it's different. Uh, our dynamic that we have together, our structure, it wasn't in place. Um, she comes from a, um, single mother home as well, but actually raised by a grandmother. So, as I even say that, that's the trigger. The things that I enjoy and love about her are things that perhaps you would gain from a a grandmother or a very nurturing mother, not to slight moms. Right. But, you know, uh, and that's not to slight my mother-in-law in no way. But it's very it's a very um, traditional approach to what my household looks like on that nurturing or mother side or wife side. Because her grandparents were still together. Her, her her grandmother was still married to her grandfather and they had a structured. So she knew what that looked like mm-hmm. to the point of the topic of the first half of the this this show. She knows what it looks like to nurture or cater to in a sense. Not that you're subordinate. Different, different show. Different <laughs> show. But just the nurturing that I heard was in place. And I have that. So one thing that's interesting is I, as I look back, we've been, Keisha and I have been married 18, 18, a little more than 18, a few months past 18 Man, years. that up. That's a yeah, rarity. For sure, for sure. For sure. And, and that was, that was, that's just context. Yes. And we grew, we grew up together. So what's always interesting to me is the notion that the notion of when is the right time to get married. And I know there's no standard answer, but just if there was a, an objective logic assessment mm-hmm. of that one could assume either. Right. So right. if you had two couples, one's been married 18 years. Right. One's been married four years. Right. 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 Both are the same age. Right. Yes. Who, who are you? Who would you think the, the average person would be more prone to seek advice from? If they're seeking, if there's, if they're going down a path of, of seeking marriage and what they believe to be a successful marriage, two couples relatively the same age, one's married 18 years, the other's been married four or five years. Who do you think they tap on first? They're going to tap into the 18 year. Right. Because the structure is there. They, the longevity is there. It's highly likely you've, you've seen some things mm-hmm. and you've gotten past those things because mm-hmm. nothing's in nobody's perfect, no relationship. So it's like, hey, I want to talk to that 18 year relationship. What's people often say, what's the secret? Yeah. Not that their secret is going to be your secret. Right. Their recipe is not your recipe, but I still want to hear that perspective because that's, as we just stated, it's a rarity. Like, what did you do? How did you approach it? What's the major and the minor that I should be mindful of and not go down that road? 
So yeah. So I don't I don't I don't think that there is one that is absolutely more successful than the other because what I consider is sometimes at 18 years or 16 years of toleration Ooh. and two years of maturity. <laughs> Where that four years were they were mature, more mature, likely more mature people before they got married. So maybe they were better communicators. So maybe the things that they have experienced that the 18 year couple has experienced is because they were mature enough to not have to go through it. So yep. it, it's, um, and I, I'm, that's not an indictment on my marriage at all. It's just the, sometimes what you see is not what you think. Yeah. What you think is not what you see, however you right. want to frame it. So it's related to this discussion because if you have the luxury Perhaps you look at the parents on both sides yes, and see what the reference points are. Like you said, her dad had a conversation, which I think is very noble. I mean, it gave you perspective, whether it fixed anything, I don't know, but it gave you, oh, I see where, hmm, I get it now, that kind of thing. Right. And when you see what the generation before was able to achieve, maybe it gives you some kind of perspective on what is possible or what is possible with this person. True. Right. So with the, the first thing that, that I had jotted down as a, as a point that we kind of got into is what does her family's actions show or tell you? Respect, forgiveness, grudges. Yes. Like how do they, how do they talk to each other when companies around, when companies not around that kind of thing. If you're able to see those things, it gives you a much better baseline for a, an assumption right. of what you're getting into. Right. right? True. Yep. And because we believe that I move on in the interest of time, um, part of the she can't be what she's never seen is as the man, mm-hmm. what are, you know, what are we willing to demonstrate that encourages her, that inspires her? Right. Are we giving are we giving, <laughs> it's giving, are we giving the traits that we want to receive? Are we showing without um, unconditionally right. what we want to see? Right. And I know, I think I had an idea. I knew I wanted to marry Keisha. Yeah. Like I, I, I said, I said it to a couple people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, it was one of those things I prayed about it. Not to sound cliche or corny, but I didn't necessarily at 18, 19, well, I met her at 16. 16, from 16 to 19, I say 16 to 20, Mm -hmm. the person in that four or five year span Mm -hmm. is not who they're going to be 10 years from that, 15 years from that, 20 years from that. Absolutely not. So I knew that I wanted her. Right. But it wasn't founded on like an extreme level of discipline research or, or, <laughs> or I wouldn't say not, not thought because I thought about it, mm-hmm. but at the age, what do you know? What do you know? <laughs> what, do you know? What, do you, what do you, what do you even think to expect? Yeah. You know, you're, you're, all you know is your 16 year old mind is that's it right there. That's it. That's me. That's, that's about it. to be me. That's going to be me. We're going to be together forever. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what that looks like or sound like. Yeah. So I agree with that. So to your point about the family, the family dynamic, 
um, the environment, the atmosphere. What are you giving that that you want? Is she receiving what she needs in order to be who you need and want her to be? Energy. Energy is huge, man. And I'm learning that more and more day by day, the older I get. Energy. You have to put out an energy that you want to attract. I don't care what you call it. You can call it karma. You can call it energy. You can call it whatever you have. The name you have for it, it's energy. Right. Um, There's an old saying that I used to hear a lot about attitudes are contagious is yours worth catching. So now if you're walking around with this sour, your face balled up, you have an attitude or you have all these, these, these extraordinary demands on your family, on your spouse, and then you want them to be so loving and caring and nurturing, but you're a tyrant or you're the, you're the troll under the bridge. Yeah. Hello, troll. This is your wife, Mrs. Troll. You understand? She's going to, she's going to go right there with it. So I had to learn that, you know, all of that, or men are supposed to be this stern, upstanding figure with my chest poked out. Right. And then, it's, you know, <laughs> like they say, uh, uh, music soothes the savage beast. So we fall into, as men, in my opinion, we fall into this realm of I can be as nasty and crass as I want to be. And she comes in and she's, it's okay. And she run her hand down your back and you're supposed to just calm down. Yeah. Well, we can't exist like that anymore because now guess what? They get tired of that. I'm mad too. I'm angry too. I'm aggravated. I'm tired. My day is long as well. Rub my back and, and calm me down before I get loose in here. So I, I think I'm learning that or have learned it and putting it in place, implementing that. Yeah. I think one thing that, uh, that, that's just hit me about what our responsibility is as we're having this conversation with the pure intent and the positive impact we wanted to have, like what conversations are we really having with our sons to groom them to be these people? Right. 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 And I can't tell you that I've had that conversation that ties my behavior, my misbehavior into a lesson for my son to, to, to use as he forms his character. Right. And he goes out into the world and he's seeking his forever. Right. Right. (laughs) He'll, he's, was this, your oldest son in the house is 17, mine will be 16 in a couple months. Right. Right. So it's, as we have these conversations and we look back, like all of this stuff is coming together. Don't yes. disregard the disregard. Yes, it is. <laughs> and all of these, all of these things about putting myself back into that mind state of a 16 year old and what was impressionable on me that shaped who I am today. Cause right? it matters. And how much of my son, how much of my son's life, how much of that I want my son to um, not experience. No. Please skip these steps right <laughs> yeah, here. Skip these steps skip right here. Skip these steps right here. Yeah, yeah. A big a big one of those is uh, having a conversation about, about sex. And uh, we're not going to do it now, but that's definitely a topic. Yeah. That I've admittedly been not promoting. <laughs> not promoting. Hey, let's. I need to, I think that one needs some perspective that's beyond us. Yeah. Um, and it might need, it might need some younger energy in here at the Elvis. I, 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 I kind of tread lightly on what to bring them on the platform to do. Right. Because I know it's a, 
it's the cool phase. <laughs> it's the <laughs> cool, cool phase, for right? school. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna get the cool answers as opposed yeah, to the candid, right? Yeah, but that's that's one thing that um that I, I I'm trying to be more mindful of, like what they're picking up. And I have daughters too, so just to be clear, uh, I was a girl dad first. Platform is what it is, but um, the girls. The girls impacted and shaped my fatherhood as much as my as my sons have, and right. them collectively. Uh, it's a it's a humbling experience. Um, the last thing that 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 I wanted to touch on before we shift gears is, um, what do you believe she can become? Because mm. because marriage is a uh, Marriage is like a future bet. It is. The wet the wedding is probably the surest thing. Because it, it either happens or it doesn't happen. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> Everything right. after that is what matters. But it's like a it's it's a um it's a put, it's a call. It's what whatever analogy you want to use, <laughs> because you are in love with a person based on where you are today and where they are today. Yes. Two weeks after marriage, that's different. That's out the window. It is. Right. And, it, and it's not, in my mind, let me just say for me, after I do something mentally change, no matter what you were doing before, like that, the, the, the gravity of that commitment doesn't set in until after the festivities stop or your justice of the people, whatever your, <laughs> whatever your approach is to yeah. it. Something hits you. When it's time to go sit in that decision. Yeah. The decision yeah. was made, yeah. but you just enacted it. Yeah. So now <laughs> you, you go home. It's, it's like, I'm going to get a tattoo on my chest until you sit in that chair and you really feel that needle. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting there contemplating. Mm-hmm. This is what we just signed up this for. This is what we just signed up Let's for. Let's go. No turning back. Yeah. 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 And, that's, and that's not a, it's not saying that the two weeks later is a negative look back, but it's, no, it's right. the gravity hit, the gravity hit me. Right. And I didn't regret anything. But having been married for 18 years. I'm like, man, why did she marry the person that I was at year one, year five, year seven? <laughs> last year, I mean, last right. year's kind of question. Right. <laughs> Not really, but like. Wh- how. I want him to understand. I want my daughters to understand that. You're committing to be uncomfortable probably for the, the rest of your coexistence. To, to, to an extent. To an extent, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uncomfortable is not bad because that's growth. Right. Yeah. If, right. if you're not uncomfortable, you're probably not growing. Right. Y'all right? dead in the water. <laughs> you're dead in you're the going water. through the motions. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's um, I wish I had more perspective. I wish I had that perspective. I understood that perspective then. Yeah. Because at that young, whatever age you are, you understand life to that point. Right. Yes. <laughs> and there's more life in front of you that presents more challenges. But I want, um, I, I need them to understand that this is a, the other part that concerns me is how microwave the society is now because yep. it's, it's really jump in. If you don't like it, get out. If you don't like it, yeah. just try it. Yeah, you, just try that marriage thing yeah. out. Jump in the pool. Like, no, I like the jacuzzi. Yeah, it kind of don't work like that, but it does to a degree because that's what's acceptable. Right. You got billboards all over the city advertising divorce. Like, you sick of that person? That person really get on your nerves? They need to take out the trash again? Right. 
Right. Always need to take the trash out. Right. So, but to your to your final point, I see her advancing, growing, and us getting closer. And the reason I say that, uh, funny how the universe works, man. We were talking earlier today to our son about our dating phase that we had. You know, we we're jokingly jabbing at each other about <laughs> where we were in life and boy, it was meant for me to have you because you did this, had this, was doing this. And that was typically against my checklist. So (laughs) I would say it was, it was, it was refreshing to see or be reminded of where we were at that time, where we are now. And it has me optimistic of where we're going because we're constantly changing. But the important part is we're changing our changes our changes have been complementing each other. And that's the key. You're going to grow. You're going to change daily if you're living. The issue that you need to be mindful of is sometimes people grow apart. Yeah. Growth is inevitable. Whether you're growing in the same direction or growing apart is what you have to be more intentional about. So if you're constantly talking, touching in, tapping in, hey, state of the union. Hey, how we doing? Everything Good. What am I doing that you would rather I work on? It doesn't have to be negative. Like what I'm doing wrong, more of, hey, I'm doing X, Y, Z. What do you feel? How do you feel? Right. And and this is not just marriage counseling or anything like that. These are things that we need to teach our children, our sons, yeah, yeah, yeah. more so than our daughters. Our daughters, they tend to be more emotionally um, in tune. They're emotional creatures typically. But boys, men, ah, you, you know how I feel. I don't tell me, say it, (laughs) verbalize that. I'm trying to make it normal in my house to man, woman, or child express your feelings. Right. If this is how you feel, say it. Respectfully. Respectfully, please. So now, hey, I I, I love you, but I wish you would do this more because I really enjoy this thing or that thing. And it's not just physical. It could be encouragement. It could be conversations. I I like when we talk, we're not talking enough. Whatever that is, be strong enough, be comfortable enough to share that so that you're constantly growing in the same direction. Because you'll convince yourself, this person's not talking to me today. We're on bad terms. Well, I'm going to go do something else then since we're on bad terms. And the other person like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I was working. I was working. <laughs> I, I was thinking about where I'm going to sneak and take you for our anniversary right. next week. And now you're like, oh, I wish you would have told me that because I really just went burn the barn down. Yeah. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. Conversations in my head have been some of the most dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you you can literally form an opinion about how something's going to go. And then you go into the actual conversation with the energy of how you how you <laughs> determine it's going to go. So it goes that way. Right. And now you think you're right. <laughs> See? They're ready to defend See? it. I told me. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> it was going to be like that. Right. Yeah, but um, I, I know I know you had a you had a spin on this conversation too. Yes. But um, yeah, man, I just I want to get those three things, those three things off, and, and I guess the the major takeaway is, uh, it's as much your responsibility to ensure she sees the right thing. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you you can't you can't take the place of what should have happened up until the point that you met her. Right. So this is not this is not an indictment on if her family is this way, you run from it. Right. Or maybe you should. Right. 
it's it is a point of awareness that you need to use to make a, an informed decision, right? Yes. Because if you're not if you're not capable of being emotionally what she's been missing, right, right, you're not emotionally mature enough or stable enough to be that. Y'all are all bad for each other, absolutely, right? And you got to be man enough to understand that and walk away, avoid those situations too. That's 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 big, and and <laughs> the way we typically do that absolutely segues <laughs> into the next portion of this conversation. The second part of this conversation is, dear son, she has to be worth you telling mom no. What whoa, roll. This is especially. Uh, meaningful to me because I see the relationship my current wife has with my sons. Ooh. It's amazing. Like she, she, listen, <laughs> she loves those, those guys uh, would lay a life down on the line mm-hmm. and, and, and vice versa. They love her. I, again, I made a joke last year and it still holds true to this year. I watched my sons at my house spend a whole entire year of their savings on my wife for Mother's Day. Father's Day in 30 days, boys. Whole $5. (laughs) But I say that to say, because this lady is your world, this is your first image Mm -hmm. of what true love and femininity looks like. So now, when this wife comes along, when you get your wife, it's time to start your family. I'm constantly, I, I do, and I'm glad I do. I'm constantly talking to my 17-year-old about, hey, be mindful. Whoever your wife is, she's effectively replacing your mother. You have to be okay with telling your mom, I can't do that. I'm doing X, Y, Z for my wife. I got this going on with my wife. I can't be there. I can't do it. And be okay with it because that woman means that much to you. If you're not willing to do that or say that, she might not be who you're supposed to be with. Yeah, so I see the uh, I see the comments or the uh, the enrage in some some people's face right now. <laughs> when you say effectively replaces your mother, yeah. Are you are you talking in terms of priority? I am. I I am. I'm not putting words in your mouth. No, that's it. But for me, that's the yes. That's the safe double down on answer because. Yes. I don't think what you were saying is she becomes your mom. No, <laughs> like I'm glad you re- clarified yeah. that. No, yeah. priority wise, internet's be yes, <laughs> internet's gonna internet. Now that's that's a that's a real thing, man. We um, I'm a mama's boy, and priorities definitely shifted. <laughs> definitely shifted beyond what you would believe to be true or ever could be. Yeah, uh, and maybe maybe some guys don't. Maybe some guys don't uh, just refuse to let that go. It'd be interesting to see how their relationships are going and right. their marriage is going. But my mom was always supportive, but I could see at times where like letting me go was tough. Yeah. More so when we moved away as a family, because as long as she had regular access to me, I think it was manageable. Yes. But when we uprooted the family and the first the first move was three hours, the next move was 16 hours by plane. Conditioned that. You were getting a condition. <laughs> yeah, seven, eight thousand miles. And it was it was tough. And 
I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think I could, I was only able to appreciate that experience now that I have a adult child, yes. having a adult child or a one bonafide adult child, yeah. one on the way and just allowing somebody else to occupy your influence. I think that's another one that's important too is, is, is difficult. It's difficult to release. Marriage is about, like you were talking about before, the whole leave and cleave. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mother was comfortable with my decision because she had time to get to know Keisha. Like Keisha was around. Yes. And, um, you know, the parents met and we went through some things together. We They saw us go through conflict. Right. Things that were devastating in our lives and saw how we kind of managed our way through it and we were still for each other. Right. Uh, in light of those, in light of those situations. What, what was, what was your experience in part one and part two with your mom? Uh, my personal mom, my mother. Yeah. Well, my mom, she passed. She never met my second wife. Oh, uh, my mom died in 2010. So she met my first wife and it was, it was just okay. Yeah. Um, my mom loved me to a point where she respected whatever my choices and decisions and people were. And I love who you love, son. And I loved her for that. Right. But I just knew that the connection wasn't there for my mom. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a personality thing, which, which later that, that very thing was the same thing that didn't allow that thing to flourish and work. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads me to one of my takeaways. One of my takeaways or my first takeaway of three is don't, don't buy too far or overinvest in the, the saying you're marrying into the family or you're marrying the family. Mm. That's very important, but it's not always a deal breaker because if this is who you're truly, truly meant to be with, this could be your soulmate. Yeah. Her soul could be totally different from the soul of her family. Right. So now the soul or the, the, (laughs) the mode, if you will, or the, the, the type of family that she has may absolutely go against who you are in some area or fundamentally, but not her. You all are truly yoked. You're on the same page. You are meant to be. Well, now you're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay. What's your family on? You mine. I'm yours. This is what we doing. So some there I've seen where there have been marriages that did not work because they were too concerned about my family views you this way or my family don't like you or my family cares more about me than you or the person feels like, oh, your family don't like me. So now you need to choose them or me and don't even go around them. All of those things create conflict and turmoil. Again, my first marriage was like that. My second marriage is not. 
My wife loves my family. I love her family. I loved my my last in-laws, great, great, great family. Love those people to this day. But my my current in-laws now, they're my family. Like they love me. I love them. So I just want to be, I want people to be mindful of not buying too deeply into, well, I got to make sure this family likes me. That's not the case. Yeah. What do you stand on that? I know you said that y'all's background is a little different because you started so young at 16. So you had early exposure to each other's family. Mm -hmm. They watched both of you guys grow. Yeah. So you kind of grew into the family as an early extension while you still, in essence, were children. And you got to consider that that time before marriage and then the 18 years of marriage. So that 20 years is also of the parents growing up, too. Right. Right. So right. That was the, the, it was the first time I married. Keisha's the oldest. Mm. So it was the first child that they were releasing or, or letting go. And how does that work? Right. And then it's it's what they know that she's experienced and what 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 they value in familiar relationships. Did mm-hmm. they see that in me? Right. Yes. Immediately. I don't know. Right? Yes. So there's, you know, and that was, that was a stretch where it wasn't, it wasn't great. Right. Now that you can't say nothing about them, <laughs> you can't say nothing to me about them. Right. I mean, them about me. Right. Uh, so it was a, it was a, it was a growth. That's why I presented that scenario of the four, the, the same age, but married different amounts of times because what the family sees of that dynamic mm-hmm. is different or would be different if we were only presented as a couple to them at 35 versus 16. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very yeah. different people. Yeah. So we're maturing. They're maturing, learning, and growing. So every the perspective has changed for everybody over these 20 years. So we can we can look back with with fondness now or you know, some, you know, some parts not so fondly, but we're we're past it. In real time, it's 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 not that easy. Yeah. It's not that easy. So if if it were about how our families felt about us at any specific time. And we acquiesced, we probably wouldn't have been married. But what we saw for each other was worth the risk of that. Now, when we got married, there was no, you know, it was, it was, it was fine. And everybody was, you know, playing nice in the sand. But there was never like turmoil. Right. But it was like, hmm, maybe marriage shouldn't be your priority now. Maybe he shouldn't be your priority now. Maybe she shouldn't be your priority now. And I believe that came from a good place on both sides. Yeah. And now that I'm in that same window, I'm like, hmm, I probably will be saying some similar things to challenge if this is really what you want. Right. Right. Because I can only advise through my lens of experience. And I know, like we said before, I've been every age you're about to be. And there are things I see about you, which I'm sure my parents saw about me and her parents saw about her. Yes. That suggested. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you sure because of you, not because of anything else? (laughs) Just who I know you to be. Are you sure because of you? Right. Uh, I had to bring my dad on to to give his perspective on on that. It came out of another conversation. I was like, wow. (laughs) Because he, what he saw of me at one stage, like when I moved out of the house. Mm hmm. I don't think he had hope that I was going to be married. 
<laughs> I don't think he had, I don't think he had hope that that I was gonna be married. Yeah. And then when he saw that shift to me, he was like, hmm, thank God. <laughs> right. What do we have here? <laughs> Look one, at but... God. Which segues again. I'm telling you, it, it slides right into this next takeaway. Mm. They are your extensions, not your obligations. Speaking about in-law, your in-laws are your extensions, not your obligations. Bonus. You can do that. You can do things for them. You can take what they have going on into consideration. It's not the end-all, be-all. Please, please don't ever forget that. Again, we get so caught up in appeasing everyone trying to please or I'm I'm I have to make certain that my my, my wife's mother is good which I do I, that's just natural but you can get so caught up that you'll start to neglect your household your wife for doing things for your in-laws mm-hmm. and vice versa she'll find herself doing so much for your family because she's just like I love your family I'm going to do this this and this and that's great I love that that's admirable and I'm not saying this is an issue in my household. I'm just putting this out that something I'm going to tell my son, don't get caught up in, oh, I got to go help her dad do this. or I got to go help her mom do this or her mom just anything because some people will take advantage of that. They're your extensions, not your obligations. That's a, that is a very valid point that, um, with the best of intentions, we could try to be like, I know a lot of men that have to be, or feel like they have to be everything to everybody. Right. Right. And the more bodies you add to that, the less of himself that he can hold on to and actually maintain. And it becomes a struggle. Yeah. Then that resentment sets in and then everything kind of starts to unravel after that. So I think it is important to understand as a couple that we're each other's priority. Absolutely. Right? That, that's, that's very easy to lose focus on. Especially when you start as a as a blended family, yeah, yeah, because they there's a there's a dynamic that had to be because of whatever that situation was before, and they're very they could be either parent would be very protective of I'm letting you into this relationship with my child, right, right. At some point, it becomes our child, but initially, it's this is my responsibility, and I know you accept me, but I don't know if you accept that. Understandably so, but that's absolutely accurate. And we can both speak on that and will. And will. Stay right? tuned. See yeah. that? That's dear, dear, foreshadowing. Dear son, if you don't accept all of it, don't take any of it. <laughs> it's, it's recorded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my final takeaway, and, and it's a little on the lighthearted side, but holidays. I, <laughs> I, Is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> don't let holidays become stressful yeah. to the point of, oh, we have to go to this side of the family for Christmas. We have to go to this side of the family for Thanksgiving. We have to go to this. We ha- You don't have to do anything. If it becomes stressful, you're no longer enjoying it. If you want to skip a whole year, nobody sees us this year. Guess who? They got to deal with it. Sorry. Come out here. We're going to come here <laughs> or not or not. We'll let you know. <laughs> now with that energy. <laughs> because if we're taking a break, we're taking a break. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people get so caught up. Holidays become a business. It's, mm-hmm. it's a business transaction. So now you've taken away all of the enjoyment, all of the pleasure. So now you do go to shut this person up. 
So now you're sitting there with the bitter attitude or energy. There's that word again. Yeah. Your energy off because you kind of don't want to be there because of what it took for you to be there. Yeah. You obligated me to be here. So now I'm doing it just so everybody will shut up talking to me, which is rude and ugly and negative. But that's what it can turn into if allowed. So lighten up. <laughs> hey, I don't feel like we're not doing that. You got to be mindful of the, uh, of the scorekeeping. Yeah. Right? Because it, I used to, when we moved the three hours away and mm-hmm. we come home for the weekend, sometimes it'd be frustrating for me because it's literally trying to split time with everybody. Yeah. Now, I'm not enjoying it. Three hours here, drive over here, three hours here. I know we had breakfast with them. We're going to have dinner with them. I don't like it. I right? don't like so, it. So I was super cool with, you know what? Y'all can come here for Christmas. Right. Or not. Not that I don't want you here, but this year we need to actually enjoy the season. Yeah. Whatever it is. And yeah. If you do or you don't celebrate, whatever that's, that sacred time is for you and your family. Right. That's important. Right. And it is very easy to comp- be, for that to be compromised. And we grew up in the same city. So it's not like we went to this state for this holiday, this state for nothing. Now we was two miles down the road. Right. Right. So what we doing? So that's not bad. <laughs> are you bringing my kids over here? Yeah. Are, you, are you bringing my grandkids? <laughs> are you bringing my nieces over here? Right. Right. And, it, and it's all out of love, but it can, it can be stressful, man. So I, I mean, one of my takeaways from everything you said is boundaries. 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 That's that word. Yeah, dear son, please, please know that you are fully authorized to set boundaries for you. And yours. And your house. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I can absolutely tell you as my in-law, you can't talk to my wife today. Who don't like it? Or that way. Who don't like it? <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't talk to her today. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yep. But I don't do that. I don't have to do that. There's, there's one I want to. I want to I wanna tell him, but it's in love. Don't bring that right here, man. Yeah. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Quick, uh, what is this, quick 55. So I tell you, we can't get to 40. We can't do 45. We can't get you to can't, the 45. You can't project it. <laughs> it's hard to project. Uh, but no, nah, dope, dope, dope. Uh, I'm glad that we, was able to, we were able to marry these two, these two topics together. I hope the listening audience found something that resonates. Yeah. And at least sparks a conversation for maybe them to reflect catch some actions or have some conversations before to adjust behaviors with, with their children in their household. So yes. that they, uh, they send them out on their search in the, in the best possible, best possible light. Um, what housekeeping we got, uh, again, like, share, subscribe. It means something. We appreciate everybody that is joining the journey on multiple platforms, 8k on IG. If you feel some kind of way about that, Argue with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Argue with your insecurities in the comments. Uh, we are proud. Facebook is approaching a thousand. Um, I'm excited about adding some more elements to, to the network, right? Some more, some more, more engagement. I, I do want to start going live yeah. at some point, at least, at least a couple times a month, maybe yep. once a week yep. to, uh, to really engage the audience. But, what else you got in closing, brother? Just be, be, be intentional. I say that a lot. I'm going to continue to say that a lot. Be intentional. Time is passing. Uh, deaths are happening. Births are happening. So just the time that you're here, make it count. 
Dash. Yeah. Living your dash. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace. Peace. They tried to count me out. I'm going to count me in. Fill up my bank account. Now I got something to spend. I just pull it out and count for nothing when I'm feeling great. Give my baby little more just to spend it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.